All right, welcome back, guys. This is the Incel Podcast. This is where fat, unattractive motherfuckers tell you that women are whores, that men are awesome, and that, um, I don't know, we're going to shit on women because they won't bang us or something. That's how you. That's how it usually goes. Um. No, you, this... you want to bang me? No, nobody does. Yeah, it feels bad. I feel it's really, really bad, man. Don't ever say that to me again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um. No. This is the. Uh, this is the. Um... This is the podcast where we talk about Aiden Ross and, and Jenna Ortega being an official couple. Who? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that bitch. Who are they? <laughs> I was like, who? Yeah, the, the short girl who everybody waited to be um, 18 or something. I and know. Not, yeah, that's fucking weird. It, it's weird. I hate when people do that shit. And you mean you hate when dudes do that shit? Because that only happens. Only the Only the dudes do that. Sure, there gonna be some females doing that shit too. They don't though. They don't. Whatever you say. Anyways, this is the this is the politics podcast called For the Republic. I'm Lewis. That's Karen Deep. Um. Yeah. So um. Yo yo. Obama is gay. Thoughts. Huh. <clears throat> I want to know when did it all started. Like, who who was the first person that brought this shit up, and then yeah. just like start spreading the social media? Him, <laughs> him, his ex girlfriend. Now, like, um, now, like, all all of a sudden, now he now he's just like gay. Nah, that's not that's the thing people don't understand. This was a story in two thousand seven. This was a legit. <laughs> this was a story that was censored in two thousand seven. This, yeah, and then now all of a sudden it's just. It's like all over. It's back again. Well, it's only back because remember, um, Tucker interviewed this guy, and this guy is, yeah, he obviously he has. He, this guy doesn't have the best track record, so it's not like he's, um, it's not like he's the guy that says, um, what's what's um, he's not Juanita Broderick. You know what I mean? You know who Juanita Broderick is? No. Oh my god. We go through this like every other. What? You don't know the Clinton allegations about Bill Clinton raped that woman, Juanita Broderick. Remember the guy, the ladies that Trump brought to oh. the, the The main one, or one of the main ones, her name is Juanita Broderick. She, uh, she in mm-hmm. the 90s, when Bill, when Bill Clinton first ran for president, came out with the allegations, but the media pretty much ridiculed her. Hillary ridiculed her. Made her seem like she was this wacky... Um, this wacky woman that um, that and they also paid her like almost a million dollars too. I don't think they ever paid her. I think that's the allegation is that they paid her off to not talk. I think it's probably like a suit to like you know not talk or like a silencing thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't even know if they ever actually paid her. But um, this is kind of like um, except that. I mean, Obama had all this baggage that if anybody except John McCain had run against him, actually, you know what? I'm not even going to say that. I think every other Republican in 2008 that ran for president would have never brought any of that up. Because if it wasn't Mm -hmm. uh, John McCain, it was going to be Mitt Romney. 
And if it wasn't Mitt Romney, maybe mm-hmm. Rudy Giuliani. Maybe Rudy Giuliani brings this up. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But that Rudy Giuliani is is somewhat different than the Ju- Rudy Giuliani of today, who um, who's just I, I don't even know how to describe him at this point. I'm at a loss for words. Well, how come how come the Democratic Party keeping a secret? Well, I don't, like think they, I don't think it's a secret. Cool this I, off. I think it's I think I don't think they know. I I don't. If you told me actually. That's a good question. I don't. I don't think. No, I don't no, think they have to know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they care to know. That's that's. I think that's where I'm going to go with that. I think because every single big member of Congress has these secrets. Like Nancy and her husband invest money in stocks and portfolios, and we know that it's pretty much insider trading. But they won't. Nobody will say it is because nobody wants to get in trouble. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But right. Right, but and other ones have it too. Like Diane Feinstein had a Chinese spy as a limo driver. Um, the dude yeah. who got who the dude who got pegged by um by a, a, another Chinese spy. What's that? Um, uh, Swalwell. Oh, what's yeah, yeah, Swalwell. <laughs> and then um, just the, they all have this bag. Most of them have baggage. So it's like the Kennedys, Ted Kennedy, with that woman that he let uh, die in a you know getting drowned in a lake. Like you know, like in the seventies or whatever, or no, in the sixties, I think. Like they have baggage. A lot of them have baggage. You know, Robert Byrd was the leader of the Ku Klux Klan in in West Virginia for years, and he was a senator, a Democratic senator, ironically. Like, like these are things that happen. Okay. Obviously, so like there's baggage. So it's like I think they, obviously, some are more explicit than others, but they overlook kind of stuff. So I don't even know if the Democrats would know. Um. There's obviously there's the rumors that I think they know. I think they hide it because they realized that nobody in America was going to believe it. And at the time, pretty much as they always do, it's all right. If they say something negative, it's not that it's fake. It's that the person that's saying it can't be trusted, even if we can't refute anything he says, because even though, yes, he is a, a cokehead, he was a drug addict. He dealt drugs. He went to jail. He was a con man. He lied. He says that he has a terminal illness, but here he is still today. I get it. He's a liar. <laughs> but out of all the things he's lied about, this is the only thing that still is like the only thing. He has the same dates. He has the same times. He says the same story. It doesn't change. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed from when he first said it. It hasn't changed in over 13, 15 years. But no yeah. one in the media at the at the moment would ever bring the guy on for an interview and say, "Hey, because this is the point of the, about journalism. Journalism is about putting out stories without an agenda, without a bias. So, if you're going to give mm. President Obama or then Senator Obama the benefit of the doubt of saying that never happened, well, you have to give this guy and pretty much say, "Okay, why do you say it happened? Tell me." And then let people decide on their own. There's people who de- there are people who are deciding that he's gay without, without um, without even looking at either side. Like there's people who already made up their mind. You're not going to convince those people. You know what I mean? You're not, not going right, to convince. Right. I'm not going to convince you that Obama's not gay, and you're not going to convince a Democrat who vote a black Democrat in Plainfield that he is gay. You're not. That's not going to happen. But for someone that's but for for it, I actually don't even care if he's gay. To be honest, it's it's 
It's more of the fact that he is probably one of the biggest frauds in modern American history to be to, to run in, to run for office. He is a fraud. That would be the biggest. That would be the biggest thing is that this man ran for office in 2008 and said that he was against gay marriage, but then turned out to be the gayest president of all time. That is, that's the, that's, that's the fraud. He said at the time he believed marriage was between a man and a woman, but he engaged in, and it's not even, yes, I was, yeah, because it's not, no, yeah, I was going to bring bring that up as well, but I was, I was also going to ask like, if it's not a, if if it's not a big thing, right, if it's not a big issue, do you think that he would still be president if um, everyone knew that he was gay? No, because that no, because it's the sort of allegation. No, because at that time America was still different. America was different than no, he wouldn't have. But it's like once that comes out and people start believing it's true, everything else comes out. It's not just that. It's Reverend White, his pastor, who was extremely like controversial. His pastor was pretty much like. Um, this like incredibly racist guy who had like anti-Semitic uh, um, um, like he had these anti-Semitic comments. He disliked America. He hated white people. Um, he was controversial. It was stuff like that, pretty much, and um, he talked about pretty much, you know. Uh, the United States engaged in terrorism abroad, you know, takes about the typical things like taking land from the Indians. And we hey. pretty much like, uh, pretty much say, he also used to say stuff like pretty much America deserved all the terror, like that America deserved. And this was, by the way, this is Obama's personal pastor. This isn't a friend of his that he knew from being in Chicago. Yeah. This is a pastor he went right. to on a weekly basis that he supported, that he went to his church. Pretty much said that, like, this is, um, pretty much saying that, like, for example, like, you know, um, the United States bombed Nagasaki and killed millions of innocent people, essentially equating that to saying that that's why, that's a big part as to why we deserve, um, the terrorism. Like, we deserve 9 11, or we deserve, you know, Arabs coming and bombing us, and we deserve, uh, domestic terrorism things like that pretty much saying like like it's like that uh thing about like uh the chickens coming home to roost like we had this coming like obviously the stuff about palestine like oh you know we pretty much uh the policies we had against the palestine in south africa and through regards to apartheid for years that was terrorism and so what's happening with the arabs is just terrorism against us again that's you know, we deserve it. Like we did that to ourselves. It's like okay, that that all that mm-hmm. all aligns with a certain um, um ideology of you know pretty much blacks hating America because he used to say stuff also like it was also very racial. Also, it's like America was built by white. Oh, the typical stuff you hear by BLM. It's like America was built as a white nationalist country. It's a white supremacist nation. When the founders wrote the Constitution, they wrote it because they wrote it with the intent of saying that only white men are, you know, equal instead of saying all men are created equal. What they want actually meant right. like, all white men are created equal. The typical stuff you talk about now, 
uh, pretty much saying that all, you know, right. all the presidents are, um, you know, handpicked and um, shit like that. Just so crazy. now, so now we can, so now we can confirm that um, Barack Obama is is the first gay president of the United States. I mean, if he wasn't the gay president, he he was the gayest president. I mean, he governed like the gayest president. <laughs> He did more shit for gay people than he did for black people, and I even care about. I'm not even. I mean, he, he was he was trying to he was trying to spread the whole gay stuff on Africa too, wasn't he? The gay stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's the only president that flung that hung the gay flag, and lit the White House with the gay colors. You ever saw that photo? When the Supreme Court passed. Oh no, no, I did, I just saw that. Yeah, yeah like like, like from the White House it was all like it was yeah. Gay I, saw flags. That. I mean, he took down American flags and put up gay flags. Like that's that's what he did. <clears throat> he fought for gay rights. He called it. I remember the bathrooms in North Carolina in 2014, 2015. He yeah. fought hard for right. that. Like he was the gayest president ever. I mean, the fact that he's gay. The the fact that there's rumors that he's gay. It's also like. These aren't just rumors that this guy like is that he, there was you probably heard about the diary that's coming out the letters that he wrote to his ex girlfriend at the time. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that about him pretty ex. much fantasizing <laughs> about you know having gay sex with men. With men, yeah. Like, yeah, they, that, that's not new. They, they, they like they kind of made that woman look like she was insane at the time, and she's not. And she had been saying that. I mean. She said, she, I mean, she always talked about how she was being threatened. They made her like not, they made her kind of disappear pretty much. They took all credibility away from her, saying that she was like a jealous, crazy ex girlfriend. I mean, they, they kind of like, they, they wasted, it's like the Hunter Biden story. They made sure nobody ever mentioned it. the media wasn't going to have it because this was the first black president. And mm-hmm. he, and, he and Michelle, Big Mike, were really big into talking about how they, faced extreme hardships in America and how, I mean, Michelle always talked about how she was never proud of America. Even on the day of her inauguration, she was not proud. Or pretty much, oh no. Then why the fuck is she Up here? to the day of her inauguration, she said, I, I was never proud about America. So, I mean, it's, I, I really just don't care about what bothers me is that nobody wants to focus on the fact that we have to pretty much, for once and for all, Reveal the fact that Obama was the worst president America had until Joe Biden. He was, he like, he sure, was yeah. worse than Jimmy Carter. I to me, because Jimmy Carter did not racially incite this country. He never did it. He was too kind and peaceful. Obama incited mm-hmm. racial tension. He made people tribalize instead of saying. I mean, he had that speech and saying, you know, we're not a black America. We're not a white America. He said that in two thousand four. But he did not govern like that. He governed like there was a black America, yeah. there was a white America, Hispanic America, and a and the Asian America, and that Hispanic America and Asian America have to support black America because that's the most oppressed group in America against white America. That's pretty much what he did. That's that ha- that I mean, not only that, then the foreign policy, um, helping create a crisis in Ukraine that now create that now led to the Ukrainian war. Um, not pretty much being trampled over by China, of course. Um, tremendous amount of foreign aid given out to countries that hate us today. Resetting relations of relations with Cuba, which has set that back decades until today. Um, 
I mean, just a horrendous American foreign policy. And then domestically, the worst recovery, economic recovery from a, from a big recession ever. I mean, he never hit 3% GDP right. as president, ne- never got close until the last year of his presidency. Um, Trump did get over 3% GDP, which Obama never did. Um, and I don't think Biden has, because then they would be talking about it. Biden went with it. Um, I mean, he's he they gave weapons to the Mexican cartels. They gave American military weapons to the American to the Mexican cartels because he said and they said, Eric Holder then said it would be easier to track them that way. That's I mean, stupidest excuse ever. <laughs> um, he lied to Hispanic a uh, documented Hispanics, pretty much telling them directly that he would give them a pathway to citizenship twice in 2008 and 2012, and then went on to deport the most Hispanic undocumented immigrants ever. Um, He built the cage that separated families and then pivoted pivoted that towards the Trump administration, even though that was already there. Yeah, blamed it on Trump. Yeah, it's like there's there's just like um, just like so many so many things. Um, He cried about a gun shooting, even though he could have done anything about it. Like, here's the thing. I don't I'm not in favor of gun control. Oh, yeah. I'm not in favor of gun control. But when you have the House, when you have the Senate, and when you have the presidency, you, and you're complaining about something, but you can actually do something. And all you did was pass a horrible healthcare system, which still continues to ruin this country, by the way, because it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh that's on you, bud. That's on you. Like you could have done that. Like everything you complain about, you literally could have done for four years. You could have done anything. You just couldn't. Because Democrats, what Democrats are good at is passing things when they're in power. Not like Republicans. Republicans like to bitch and whine and complain because they can't get decide. They actually could decide except that they failed that one time. But then when Biden came in, because you see, you notice how they didn't waste time and they did all that bullshit? No, they don't waste time because they yeah. learned from their mistake. Republicans don't do that bullshit. Actually, right. no, we do do the bullshit. We do whine and bitch and complain. Well, now now you can now you can see um, with Obama going around and helping out Biden in his rallies, not a lot not a lot of people show up anymore, and then he'll he'll also get some hecklers as well. Um, but with the whole story of him being gay, I think a lot of people will just question why it was not like this was talked about. Like people actually would think that he is a fraud. And, and and I'm saying that not because people back then didn't think that he was a fraud. So I feel like with this story, a lot of people can, I guess, wake up from it. I mean, uh, I'm not not a lot of people gonna give a shit. Honestly, my problem was why were the politicians and the media they were just trying to hide it? That was my like questioning. That was something that I was confused about. But then I also ask you the question, would you think that he would be president if everyone knew that he was gay? No, it's 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 not because so that, of anything. Yeah. I think if I think if the McCain campaign had actually campaigned and actually brought up the, the obvious question marks about his past and said, Hey, hey, why were you a different, completely different person when you were in college? Uh what happened when you went to Kenya? How come you have an estranged relationship with all your brothers? How come one of your half brothers in Kenya, who you grew up with when you were there? Is saying that you're a complete fraud. What's up with that? 
because that's what they do to Trump. Right. The Trump, if Trump had a like Trump's niece, the, his 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 sister's daughter, the the one, the psychologist who mm-hmm. thinks she's she knows everything about her family, but she doesn't. Actually, that's not no. That's yeah. that's actually his older brother who he admired and loved. That's his daughter who shits on him now. That's how fucked up that situation is. Fred, Wait, Fred, didn't she also wrote a book too? Or something, yeah, she wrote like a book and profited, and the media pretty much were, uh, paraded her yeah. as like the Trump whisperer, even though she had nothing concrete. It's like there was nothing on there. She just she yeah. because she doesn't have policies. That's why. Right. And so it's like you can't <laughs> right. do that. But if Obama has a half brother in Africa in Kenya, who pretty much comes out and says, "Yeah, he's a he's a bullshit artist. None of none of the things he's saying that he is is what he is." That's ignored. That brother is actually just jealous and. Nobody mentions him. Nobody. CNN, CBS, MSNBC, no one there will ever mention, and by the way, even Fox, none of them were going to mention Malik Obama. None of them. None of them. No, none of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so, right, right. So it's like, yeah. why? Why do that? Why, why, can't, why do they always do that to us, but when we have somebody legitimately, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So it's like, if the McCain campaign, instead of saying, Oh yeah, he doesn't. He's a fine gentleman, a fine family man. It's like, no, wait a second, because the Obamas campaigned and called you racist. They said that you were racist, old, out of touch, a statue that you were pretty much grifting on the fact that you were a POW. They did all that. They did all of that. They made him look like a old, racist, decrepit old man that was gonna make. I mean, Biden used to say like, "We're gonna put you back in chains." They did that to McCain. They destroyed Sarah Palin. They made Sarah Palin look like she was a like a, a stupid bimbo, and she's not even a bimbo. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. I mean, they. they yeah, destroyed... I remember when I was a kid. Like, yeah, they, yeah. Everybody expected <laughs> you to see her as a stupid idiot, but all she was, even McCain betrayed her because of that. Like, that's how weak he was as a presidential candidate. Weak, because he pretty much backstabbed her after the election and said, "I should have never selected her." It's like, yeah, but you needed charisma needed someone energetic and she was energetic i mean she's not incredibly smart but you don't need that i mean look at the vice i mean come on our, our vice president is stupid as fuck so it's like what? Oh, yeah. i mean kamala is the dumbest person to ever run for, for to ever be vice president i mean they used to make fun of dan quayle in the 90s in the late 80s and 90s like kamala harris is horrible she speaks in circles she mentions like She's completely horrible. Speaking of vice president, um, we thought um, Noam becoming vice president. Yeah, that's actually interesting because I was I was about to ask you that too because um, I, I was watching that and I was also watching um, Tim Dillon had on RFK Jr. and uh, mm-hmm. it was a very good episode. Um, you know, he talked a lot about he talked a lot about. about what I really like about Trump and RFK is that they talk about really important issues, like the fact that Americans can't buy, can't afford to buy a home, the fact that they can't afford right. to um, actually live their daily lives without credit cards because most Americans are now putting everything on a credit card because their salary doesn't amount to much because of, first of all, inflation. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then also the fact, you know, Ukraine is also, but also like the food and, and the health in this country and the fact that every single major industry in this country is aligned with 
is pretty much bought up politicians and how it kind of makes you think that like to really have a change you have to literally get rid of every single member of congress like abs- immediately like almost every single member of congress is bought and paid for every single one and it's tough to do that if you, if you want to like yeah if you want to remove all of them it's um, so tough because it's be so i was tough, um yeah. just today we were talking uh we were just we were talking um you know at work pretty much about like term limits that came up like some with um, some people that came and they were like yeah somebody was like yeah i just don't think we should have a president who's over 70 and someone else was like you know because that's like anti-democratic because there are people that are 75 that are actually like still functioning like trump like trump in obama and yeah like trump yeah. like even in the democratic party bernie sanders is still a healthier is still like more Still functions better. He probably than... he probably speaks better than yes, he does. Than Biden. He does. He does yeah. better than Biden, and he knows issues. Not that I agree with anything he'll say, but he knows issues better than Biden. Biden than he can tell. He can articulate his thoughts better than Biden. He does a better job than Biden. Yeah, Biden will, will find his way to bullshit around. Yeah, exactly. Like this is like like there's a you can see that there's actually a brain functioning. So. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. I don't agree with that. But it, they do, they, they make you think and they actually like talk and they're knowledgeable what they say. Uh, so like when it comes to vice president, I was like, the best thing that could have really happened for this country is Trump and RFK coming together. Or that if Trump wins, RFK help Trump in the in the cabinet in a huge way. And I, and I, and you can it's... Twitter account and you can see what I posted on there. If if RFK Jr. doesn't want to be his vice president, and I'll let you get into that after this thought, but like he should be the Secretary of State or uh, health and the health uh, secretary HHS. That's my thought. Go ahead. I think that would be ideal too. I was gonna say, um, um. The typical Trump president and vice president RFK. No one can actually beat that. No. no one can. No, no, because you're gonna have no. You're not. You're not gonna beat that. And but obviously, like, there's a conflict of interest there because RFK is pretty much gonna say like, you know, Trump doesn't really agree with my because you know, um, RFK does believe in abortion. He does believe in like climate change. He yeah. Does believe in affirmative yeah. And so, like in terms of social policy, right. yeah, that's not going to happen. But like when it comes and economic policy, also RFK is not going to want to cut taxes, even though JFK did cut taxes. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's there's like there's all there's like these little mini conflict of interest, which is like yeah, they might not really get along if they did that because. Um, well, I mean, when it comes to the abortion and climate change, those are not the big issues. They will tackle the main issues, with it, which is um, the economy and then less government, you know, want our freedom back, make sure that, you know, the First Amendment, Second Amendment's, you know, protected yeah. no matter what. Exactly. And you make, you make a good point is that they'll focus on the big, on the key issues because they can, I think what Trump does better than any, any other Republican, I think including Vivek, obviously. Is that he can market the issues way better because they come from him. He sets the tone. He sets the narrative. Nobody in 2015 was talking about Im- illegal immigration in a serious way 
until Donald Trump came, ran, announced he was running for office. I remember that. None of them were. They were all talking about, oh, you know, we have to help Border Patrol, and we have to stop people getting in, and we have to address... Too nice. None of yeah. them. None of them nice. was talking about a wall. None of them was talking about deportations. None of them was talking about Remain in Mexico. None of them. Absolutely none of them. Ron DeSantis brings up a wall, but Ron DeSantis was in Congress before Trump even announced for president. Why didn't he mention a wall? Uh, because he's a rhino, and he had a rhino voting record as a congressman. He did. That, like, He can't escape that reality. From 2013 to 2018 to 2019, when he first uh, ran, when he, when he, when he was, uh, it was inaugurated for governor, he had, he left, he left Congress with a rhino voting record. I mean, he voted against funding the wall because of the government shutdown. Ron DeSantis did that. Ron DeSantis voted against the wall. His excuse is what? Excuse. <laughs> like, come on. Like, there's there's no excuse. There. And so. <laughs> What like, was that? That's what he's gonna say. That, 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 that's I can, I can imagine him do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. This is so unexpected. But that's what he's gonna say. So, so it's like, it's like it's, but it's marketing. But it's marketing. So it's like Trump and RFK can market the issues. And you mentioned abortion. The Democrats always use abortion to pretty much rile up their base and make it seem like it's the most important thing ever. Nothing matters. It doesn't matter that Russia is, is invading Ukraine and we're sending all of our tax money in terms of like over $100 billion. It doesn't matter that, you know, China is getting more powerful and that they want to deval- they want to get rid of the U.S. currency as the benchmark across the world. It doesn't matter that... And they did a good job doing that. Afghanistan, and we're going to get into that later. That Afghanistan is not, uh, um, you know, uh, that that was horrible, and, and they're giving new, they're going to let Iran have nukes and all the other bullshit, and they want to bring back the COVID and the BLM, and you know, they sick the FBI on parents Russia. when they go to <laughs> school. You know, like when when parents go to school meetings, the DOJ sends recommends the FBI uh, pretty much tag and monitor and surveil them and go to their houses. Like they did that. But abortion is the biggest deal for them. Trump and RFK have the ability yeah. to say, they have the ability to market and change the narrative and say, no, abortion doesn't matter. That's not our biggest problem. It, maybe it is a problem, but that's not our biggest issue. Actually, China, Russia, and the economy, those three, because guess what? Who gives a shit about getting an abortion if you can't even afford the gas to go get an abortion? Because it's so no. expensive. You can't afford your rent. Right. Like, who gives a shit that you're like, like, you're focused on abortion. You can't even pay your rent. You're about to be homeless, sweetheart. Like, that's a that's a marketing the fact that that gov that the Biden administration has failed on the key key issues in America is a way better marketing tactic than. Yeah, we need to have pro life governors everywhere because that's what Rob DeSantis is going to say. I said Rob DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, hear that. <laughs> did you hear? Rob. I said Rob. No, he, he does. He does. He doesn't look like a Rob. This dude can't even say his last name, but he always Robert. says Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. 
Yeah, he's. I thought I thought the Sanchez, but he's very white with his last name. The Sanchez. Dude, he sounds like he's sixty years old, and he's only forty four. It's like what the fuck? I'm I I like what what? <laughs> he's I thought I sound worse, but he's exhausted. No, no, I feel better. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He makes me. But no. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but no. It, it's like like I mentioned before. Like if you would have Trump as president and RFK as vice president, that right there is a powerhouse right there. You yes. you can't even even if you put in like Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton as president and Barack Obama as yeah, well, they won't be Just for example, now. I know that's not gonna happen. Obviously, they might put a measure. They might. Oh yeah, I heard, I heard about that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm not sure I if it's that. true. But I know they've been wanting it for a while. I think the problem is I think that would backfire. I personally It is gonna backfire. Nobody wants that. Some will I mean when you got the radical left, yeah, they want that. It's a strong, powerful black woman. We need that in, in the United States. Yeah. Said That's, no whatever. They'll like that. But then when you well when you when you got the liberals, like the common sense liberals, they they know the bullshit. They don't they don't want that. So good luck grabbing those votes. This is not Obama 2007, 2008. No. Yeah, it's way different. I think people have gotten over it. I think the fact that, um, there's these strange videos of her, like, she's vacationing alone in, like, Spain and stuff, in Mallorca. Yeah, I saw. I'm like, yeah, this is. Uh, Yeah, apparently, like, separated or something. I don't know. That's (laughs) like, I don't, I don't. And then there's also photos of Sasha. Maybe. maybe... Sasha, I think the youngest one is smoking cigarettes, and she's, like, fat, and, like, she's showing up. Yeah, she's going fat. What the? Huh? It's like completely disgusting, and like everybody's like, "Yeah, she's a queen." It's like, no, she's disgusting. That's gross. Nobody should be. Yeah, I never really find them attractive either. Like, maybe the oldest daughter is semi-attractive, but it's like she's all right. Every time I look at her, I look at Michelle Obama. So you're looking at a guy, but the skinny, but the skinny version. <laughs> you mean the female version? Like, if you would have Michelle Obama as president, who would her vice president be? They don't want Kamala. Lizzo? That might work. Because we got a lot of young, stupid people around here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, of, that's how unfortunate. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of young, dumb fucks around here. And that that's the sad truth. I'm a Gen Z myself, so... Oh yeah, Gen Z. I, I always hear these Republicans talking about Gen Z is going to be conservative. I was like, no, it's not. It's insanely. Yeah, I've been I've been hearing a lot of studies. Apparently, uh, the men, young Gen Z, the guy, men are are becoming more conservative. It's like yeah, because they, they, most of them are incels and they listen to Andrew Tate and and, and Sneeko and Biko and Kiko. Mm-hmm. And that actually might be right. Yeah, the fucking that might be right. Thanks to them. Now we're all conservatives. The fags, the Prussian <laughs> fags. <laughs> um, yeah, um, back to Trump and RFK. I just punched my forehead. Fuck. Yeah, they're, they're, like, yeah, they have, they have differences when it comes to pol- policies, you know, but they can move aside the uh, policies like abortion and climate change. They're, those are not the important things that, uh, yeah, that they want to tackle on. Exactly. Oh, and oh, especially yeah, they also want to um wait. What's RFK's uh, policies on um the border? I've never really heard his policy on the border. 
Um, he has he pretty much agrees with Trump. Might be the same with Trump. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, much okay, the same yeah. with Trump, and he recognizes. Yeah, it, Trump. yeah it's yeah. it's a national national security concern. Yeah, yeah. And he pretty okay. much went, he went down there and he pretty much told everybody the truth. It's like this is not Hispanics. This is not mostly Hispanics. This is people from legit everywhere, Asia, deep it's Asia, also, yeah, like yes. deep Central I mean, Asia. Dude, have you even seen? Have you even seen some Indian guys too? It's like yeah, how like. I, well, it's easy. They just get a flight to Mexico and they just cross and it's easy and they get in. It's like, oh, oh yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah it's, but if it's, it's not it's RFK, literally everywhere. if it's not RFK, I'm thinking uh, if I was a betting man and I kind of am, um, I'm thinking it might be Kirstie Noem. I mean, it. Yeah, it's, it's, Trump it's up said, there right now. Trump did say he wanted a woman. Um, I don't know why he would. But can you trust her though? But Kirsty Nome is is um. Can you trust her though? Kirsty Nome, I do. I do. She is the only governor. Your other wife. She is the only governor <laughs> in um in America. DeSantis likes to claim that he is, but no, she's the only governor that didn't lock down uh, during COVID. The only one. They never had uh, mask mandates. They never had the vaccine mandates. They're the only ones who did festivals during COVID. Um, then why were <laughs> the fuck? She wasn't even attacked by the media and everyone else. Well, she was. Remember, they had that like funny. they had that Fourth of July thing. I don't remember. All, all, all I know is that they were too busy focusing on Ron DeSantis. That's it. DeSantis. DeSantis, yeah. or DeSantis, DeSantis, whatever his name is. Capri, it's like this is literally like Capri or Capri Sun. Is it Capri Sun or is it Capri Sun? <laughs> Ron the, the Capri Sun. Ron the Capri Sun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I no, I didn't know that. Because I don't have any other names. I think that's. I think I'm right about the statistic. I might be wrong. Maybe she's the only one that didn't lock down after, after like the March stuff. But I think she's like after that they never did it again. She probably did only for a bit, yeah, and then just for that like 15, 15 days, yeah. I think. Right, but I mean, South Dakota has like barely has like what a population of what like probably barely like a million there. people, a million maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm not even sure. Let me see right now. I, I, Would you I, ever live there? Um, you know what? I, if you I, had the I, chance, I, would you ever live there? Yeah, I feel like I probably would. I mean, I probably would. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Um, completely against. Um, looking at the. It's not. Um. I wouldn't mind either. As long as long there's stuff that I can do. Like what? That's fun. Then I'll be down. So it has uh almost nine hundred thousand people. So like yeah, it has like it has almost nine hundred thousand people, the entire state. Damn, now you're yeah. no. They're not. There's not a lot of people. So, these are small states. I mean, Nebraska has almost two million. Montana has just over a million. Um, Wyoming has less than six hundred thousand people. Oh wow! Crazy! Wow. I think it'd be nice to live up there. Yeah, I think I know New Jersey is over two million. Well, it's a lot of farmland, uh, mining. Uh, it's like a big state for that. Gold, mm-hmm. oil, uh, you know, uh, 
other minerals and stuff and farming has a lot of farming itself. It's like it's a different culture. It's not this it's not a state where you'd say like it's not like uh you know, it's, it's a Yeah, it is a different culture, yeah. Completely different. So you have to be aware that you know, things are not it's not like here where you're used to like the fact that there's a micro center, you know, Walmart, Target, Best Buy. Where it's like fast paced, yeah. Right. No, nah, it's slow. It's slow, it's calm, it's distant. There's not a, everybody in town knows each other. Um, you know, people there are more inclined to do things. They're there's like it's far more blue collar. It's a state where people, you know, they they're like real lift yourself up by the bootstrap people. You know, they get up at three AM and they go out and work on the farm or in the mines or in the work sites or in the oil. You know, they, they do that. So like this isn't this isn't New Jersey where people are too scared to go outside because of climate change or they scream at the sky or they build statues for George <laughs> Floyd. They don't do that here. <laughs> yeah, they don't do that here. So Yeah. Yeah. So it's a different it's a different state. Now, why do I think it why do I think it would be fine if she's vice president? Because I just like smacked the fuck out of my mic. Um, because I don't think people, I think after like Kamala Harris, I think we're going to have a transformation. The fact that Mike Pence is like a complete flop, I think most Americans are like, yeah, that dude is like, uh, that dude, after his, after he was vice president, nobody gave a shit about him. He was not useful yeah. after the election. I don't think he helped any, I don't think he helped Trump in 2020. I think he was a disservice. Um, obviously the ending, I just don't think he's like, I don't think people, and then after Kamala Harris, pretty much showing that the vice president barely exists. Um, I think people are ready for a vice president. And he pretty much killed killed his own career too. Yeah. And then remember Kamala Harris barely doesn't exist. I mean, has she done anything? No. Will she, will she do anything? No. Uh, can she complete sentences? No. Um, can she suck dick? Yes. But, that's not really in the job details. That's not her main, you know, that's not her main responsibilities. That's not in the job form. So it's like, um, Kirstie Noam. I mean, it probably in, is not these days because some, some of the people in the wild like to get pegged. Wow. Um, but Kirstie Noam, she's the governor. She's the two-time governor of a state by that point. You know what I mean? Like she's, she has a record. She's strong. She's resilient. She's not afraid of the media. She's gone on other networks and she's taken the bullet. She's taken the heat for the COVID. She took heat for being so pro-Trump. She's taken heat for, you know, not doing the transgenders and the other stuff, you know. And I think she's um, not wacky. I think she has an ability. Yeah, she's not. She's also not outlandish. She doesn't go on these all tangents. She's not um, a flip-flopper. She's very rigid and she's She's goal oriented. I think she's also pragmatic because the the Santa's like used to like to talk about shit about how he was organized and that when he gets when he when I get something done, there's no lollygagging because he would be the dude to say lollygagging. The the oldest forty four year old. When you have someone like him, he, yeah, he's much of a flip flopper, especially no, when it comes I, to the. Uh, she's the... not. She's not going to flip flop on him. I don't think she is. So, um, you know, and. and, and I don't think in the general election, I don't think in a general election, it really matters that, you know, you're loyal to Trump, but I think in the primary obviously does. And I think she's already put her, I think she's pretty much already um, set in stone that she's going to be um, loyal to Trump from here on out. There's no flip-flopping. It doesn't matter if Ron DeSantis comes to North Carolina, North Dakota. 
tomorrow, she's not going to flip-flop. She's not going to play games. She's not going to be like, let me see the options, like here, like Kim Reynolds in Iowa. Like Chris, Chris, Chris Sununu in New Hampshire has already come out, and he's anti-Trump, obviously. And Trump's going to win that state. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, South Carolina, the mm-hmm. third state in the – I mean, um, that's pro-Trump. Lindsey Graham is pro-Trump. Tim Scott, I know, is running, but who cares? The governor there is pro-Trump. Lindsey Graham is pro-Trump? Lindsey Graham is pro-Trump. Surprisingly, he is, yeah. He's he's that weird dude. He's like the little... Um, and? Well, wow. remember, he's pro-Trump because Trump is... He holds a lot of influence. People like Lindsey Graham, what they're after is influence. They want to be near the guy who has power. They want to be near the... They want to be near the kings. They're not kingmakers. They're court... They're jesters. They're they're fools. They'll do whatever the hell the person in power says. That's why he took. That's why he's nice to Biden. That's why he's nice to Schumer. That's why he's nice with Pelosi, and that's why he's nice with Trump because he likes to be friends with everybody. He wants to be friends. He doesn't want to be on anyone's bad side anymore. He's learned that he has to be on the side of. He has to be on the good side of the people that have influence if he wants to get stuff done. If he wants to feel like he has anything good to say. So that's Lindsey Graham. So, yes, he does support Trump, and he has been. He endorsed him already. Hmm. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. interesting. That's, that's well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm still kind of he's a weasel. politics stuff. So. He's a weasel. That's what he is. He's a, about, yeah. he's a legit weasel. He's a legit Yeah, that's what I'm like. He's for Trump. Like, <laughs> yeah, what would you expect? He's but, a politician. Well, I, I just, yeah, I just don't know too much about him. So. Okay, he's pro-Trump yeah. he, pro in a sense that he's pro-Trump being in power because he likes to be near the people in power. That's what he wants. He wants the action. Yeah, if he wants to find way, if he wants to find ways to get up there, then, yeah. Yeah, he's never going to be president. He may have a cabinet position, or maybe he might be ambassador somewhere one day. You know, maybe. But um, he's not, no, no, he's going to be a senator for life because... Republicans aren't immediate unless he gets primaried, and no, but no, no, no Republican would want him to be um, taken by a Democrat, you know, instead of a Republican. Because by the way, he was useful. He was like a useful idiot. I mean, he was extremely pro every judge that Trump nominated, pro Kavanaugh. He defended Kavanaugh the strongest, pro um, Gorsuch, pro Amy Coney Barrett, pro against the Russia hoax. I mean, he was a strong ally of Trump. He was just a rhino. I mean, he instigated this Ukraine conflict with John McCain. He's guilty of that. Like, I mean, he's going to yeah, be guilty. Right. Like, there's these, there's these, there's people. It's complicated. People are complicated. I'll use. It's like, why can't I? Why can't I be? Why I'm okay with him supporting us if I can use him. Why can't? Why can't Trump use him? Why not? Like, mm-hmm. come on up. Um. So, I want to ask you. Um... What do you think about McCarthy so far in his uh, position right now as uh, as secretary? House secretary, speaker of the house. Speaker of the house. Sorry. Yeah. Um. I. This is difficult. He is working with a Democratic Senate and a Democratic president, so he is effectively still in the minority because there's nothing really he can do. Um, to really uh, um, actually enact any real change. What he has to do is keep the fort and resist 
every single Democratic, every single horrible bill the Senate wants to make and pretty much fight the fact that Biden wants to do things in the House. Um, I do not like the fact that they're still giving money to Ukraine. That's the only that's my biggest critique. Um, I know Republicans want to impeach All Biden. Right. I don't see the I, I don't think it's I think it's going to backfire. I don't think people. No, I, I feel like they're just stalling that whole impeachment shit. I don't. I don't think it. I don't. This is my thing. I don't think it's politically uh, expedient. I don't. I think it's politically expedient. I don't think it's politically um, a good move to impeach him. I don't think it does anything. Hmm. You disagree? Say. I don't know. It, it, he's he's a bit complicated, but I, I yeah. get where you're point is yeah, because you, but can't you really want do you want biden impeached just to say biden is impeached haha look at that i'm saying yeah but then what because then it looks like what the democrats did to us because that's how the independent voters are going to feel there is no polling to suggest that, that that impeaching biden would be a positive for republicans in november 2024 it's not going to look good it's going to look like what trump what happened to trump again people are going to say the democrats are using the power to get against Trump. And they're going to say Republicans, instead of doing anything in the House, what they did instead was impeach Biden. And then what are Republicans going to What am I supposed to say? It's called marketing. Right. You got to market. You have to be able to spread, spread a message without the, with the least complications or sidetracks of, oh, you impeached Biden, but you didn't like the fact that they impeached Trump. It's like, most Americans still do not know mm -hmm. enough about the stuff the Democrats did to Trump that was unfair. They don't. They don't know about the. They don't. Re, they haven't realized that the Russia things was fake. They haven't realized that he's not actually racist like they say he is. They haven't realized that he tried to use you know, Zelensky to get Joe Biden in jail. They don't realize the full extent how corrupt Hunter Biden and Joe Biden is. They don't. Why? Because they're not into politics like us. They're not. Most Americans are not. Why? Because they're too busy paying their bills with credit cards. So that's why. That's why. Yeah. That's why. It's like they don't no. they do not have the time to focus on it. So Ben Shapiro can complain and say that most Americans want Ron DeSantis. Most Americans do not know who Ron DeSantis is. That's the truth. Right? That's the truth. <laughs> so, you live in a bubble. If I ask some of my friends if I ask some of my friends, even even my own mother, like about the governor of Florida. They don't even know his name. They don't. Most Americans they don't. They just don't know who he is. They don't. But if you talk about Trump, oh, he's Trump, not popular. You know, Trump, yeah. he, 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 thinks, he thinks he's popular like that. Because they live in a bubble. Everybody, every, Everyone lives in their own bubble of what the world is like outside. Right. DeSantis thought that mm -hmm. the Twitter bubble of Elon liking him and Joe Rogan thinking Florida was cool. And the people moving down there was meant that he was ready to be president. It didn't, it didn't, and it hasn't panned out, and it won't pan out. Ron DeSantis will quit the election, right. will quit the primaries once he loses Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina, because he will lose New Hampshire and he might lose any. There's a very strong chance he will lose Iowa, and I think he'll lose New Hampshire and South Carolina. I don't think he'll make it to Super Tuesday. I'm, I'm here to predict that. I do not think Ron DeSantis will make it to Super Tuesday. That's my thought. Um, and I think the rest will fall. Interesting thought. I think Mike Pence was not going to last. I think Vivek um, will probably hang around oh, no. and talk about stuff. I don't think he'll win any primaries, but I think he'll hang around and be like, yeah, I'm here. And I'm going to wrap Eminem because 
I'm I'm bored and I'm Indian and I went and I'm French. <laughs> Whatever the hell he is. And Chris Christie will be fat and roll around everywhere and Doug Burdum, Dougie B. He's gonna roll, he's gonna roll around back to fucking Nick, Nick, yeah, Nikki Haley's exactly Nikki Haley's gonna run out of money soon and once she loses South Carolina, she'll quit. Um and maybe and maybe beg Trump to be the vice president. Um, but we don't want her. Um Tim Scott will quit because he'll run out of money. Um Asa, Ada, hmm, the fuck. Who cares? Who cares? Who the fuck? <laughs> Nobody knows them. <laughs> I mean, so exactly. That's that's how that's gonna. Um, I guess before we finish, I want to talk about China a little bit because um, do you know about BRICS? Yeah, I do know uh know a little bit of uh, BRICS. I uh, I I think I've also heard more countries are joining, um, along with yeah. Them. So there's more countries uh, joining, but I I I've um. I was very concerned about BRICS uh, when it first came out, but um, BRICS is BRICS isn't new. BRICS is yeah. BRICS is BRICS right. doesn't stand for anything except for uh, Brazil, Russia, India, uh, China, and South Africa. That's all it stands for. B R I C S. Brazil, Russia, mm-hmm. India, China, and South Africa. And what was that all alliance right. all about? That was effectively an alliance to counteract. Um, West, the West. They tried to make themselves into the opposite of the G4, the G7, I mean, and have their own idea of a federation of nations. You could call them the unallied, the non, the non, the non-allied nations, who are obviously allied. And then they had, and then they added their friends, Iran, Argentina. Ethiopia, mm-hmm. um, Saudi Arabia, uh, Palestine, um, the, Palestine too? Uh, Dubai, the Emirates are in there. Um, they're joining. Well, I know Egypt is yeah, joining too. And then, yeah, there's a bunch of them that are joining except for any major countries in Asia. There are no major countries in Asia joining. Why is that? So China is the one who came up with this. The Chinese. The Chinese came up with this this alliance because they wanted to counteract U.S. hegemony, and they wanted to make an organization that would counteract the, the United States primarily. It's obviously all to counteract the United States because the United, the European Union, as much as they want to pretend, they are following whatever the hell the United States tells them to do. Why? Because they obviously need our defense. And any president who wants to be effective, would constant. if I was president, I would constantly remind the European Union two things. One, the European Union exists because we made it exist. It's the only reason Western right. Germany was at, is, it's the only reason Germany is as successful as it is, because we wanted it to be, meaning the United States. U.S. foreign policy in the Cold War was to make West Germany extremely prosperous. More prosperous than France, more prosperous than Italy, far more prosperous than Belgium and the Netherlands and Sweden and all of them. That's why why they're there. Why? Because we wanted a country that we could have in Europe that would be extremely aligned with us. Now, that has backfired in the last 15 years. They are not. They think they're their own country now. They are, but they think that they do their own shit. Thank you, Angela Merkel, for nothing. I mean... 
Example one, they bought they buy oil from Russia. That's the biggest example. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Right. They don't buy oil. Um, they buy oil. Is 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 North Korea also joining with them? I haven't heard about that. Probably. Why not at this point? But again, I said major Asian countries. That would also be scary too. No. I mean, it, it's it's scary enough with India, China, Russia, and everyone else. So this is why I wanna. This is kind of what I want to talk about because I'm. <clears throat> I mean, I'm between pissed off and I'm then I'm between not scared anymore. First of all, I'm pissed off that any African countries have the galls to join, BRICS. I mean, the South, the fact that <laughs> South Africa, <laughs> South Africa. And if I was president, this is what I would do. I would go around the world threatening countries with eliminating U.S. aid, with eliminating foreign aid. South Africa. Let me just say this. South Africa, in 2000, in, in last year, last year, South Africa received the most money, some one of the most money out of all the countries in the world in foreign aid. You want to know, guess how much South Africa received in foreign aid from the United States? Um, between 1 to 15 billion. You think it's that much? God damn. No, yeah. a lot qualifies. No, yeah, you're not really aware, but most of the time it's in the millions. It's not usually billion. That's a lot of money. They only send Ukraine billions. No. <laughs> I it's mean, 1. I mean, 1.1 America, it's, yeah, it's America's 1.1 billion dollars. <laughs> no, no. It's 1.1 billion in dollars. In dollars. 1.1 billion dollars. And this country, South Africa, which by the way, struggles to keep the lights on. It has power outages. A lot of the time. Because it, it cannot run its own. Well, how the f- and it doesn't. It received the fuck with the money? $1 billion dollars from the United States. Okay. Yeah, this so what are they doing with the money? Yeah, I mean, keeping it, obviously. And then, but that's not the point. That's not the point right now. That's not the point for this discussion. The point is, where the fuck do they get off joining the Chinese and the Russians and trying to say fuck you to the Americans? We're giving you $1.1 billion in aid. In dollars. This isn't in the South African currency. This is in dollars. $1.1 billion. And they're trying to say that we don't have the right to tell them anything? Say they, they want to take our money and then fuck us. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucked. Uh, Hell no. Uh-oh. I mean, if I'm Donald Trump, Donald Trump used to say this, obviously, it's like, I'm going to give you money and you hate us. It's like, why would I give money to countries that hate us? They should be able to hate us for free. Yeah. <laughs> All right. By the way, this is one of the big five countries in BRICS. The S in BRICS is South Africa, a country that can't keep its lights on. But China is using them as a way to counter us, as if we're supposed to be scared. This is why I'm no longer scared, because they're not there. This is this is the country that they're also aligning with. Ethiopia, which just recently joined BRICS, and they just had a summit in South Africa. Uh, this past week. And India is now hosting the, G- the G20 currently. And I'm okay with India because I'll talk okay. about India. India is smart. India is playing the field, which I'm okay with as of now. But I'll go to Ethiopia. Ethiopia, 
the country that just joined BRICS and said that the United States doesn't have a right to lecture it anymore because it does its own thing. One point two billion dollars. It took more than South than South Africa. One point two billion dollars. They were also caught. That's how much I made. The Ethiopians were also caught stealing the money, the food. The United States gives it food and donate. Also, part of the donations are food. Millions of dollars of food. You know what they found out? You know what they what they were caught doing? They were caught stealing what? the food and then selling it on the side in markets. That's what they were doing. The food that we gave them for free that they were supposed to give out to the poor kids, they took it, lost it, quote unquote, and then sold it in markets and then we caught them. That's what they did. I have the article I think right here. They had about so this is an AP article from twenty from June twenty twenty three. Millions in suspends all the United States suspends all food aid in millions in Ethiopia after investigation finds widespread theft. Let's see. How <laughs> much was the food worth? Oh wow. Actually it's worse. <laughs> in twenty twenty two, the United States gave them one point eight billion dollars in aid. Jeez. What did they do? They found out that pretty much the Ethiop some Ethiopians were stealing food, alleging that it was stolen, and then they were found selling it. They found two thousand tons of wheat. You know what wheat is, right? Yeah. It's enough to feed a hundred thirty four thousand people for a month. They found that for sale in the market in the Tigray region town of Sheer, of Shire. So the the mood, the food we get, the stuff we gave them for free to give up to the poor people, they were selling on the side. This is the country that thinks we can't lecture them and is going to align with China because China, every time that it goes to BRICS, it gives out money for to countries because it needs them to join because they can't convince anybody outside of giving them money to join. So I understand why they're joining, because they're getting extra money. Xi Jinping has given, has has started a, a pool of $10 billion in bricks. He's starting a fund, a $10 billion fund for countries to join. So that's what he's giving out to those countries, not each in total, $10 billion. I understand now why. why yeah, yeah, right, right, right. But the fact that, they, that I mean, Join, but don't shit on us because I just gave you the most money you've ever received in a year from any other country in the world, one point eight billion last year, and you're trying to tell us that we can't tell you what to do with that. Honestly, Ethiopia, come on, a country that just got out of a civil war, and by the way, is one of the poorest in Africa. That's who's joining China. That's on China's. By the way, BRICS is supposed to be China's like, um, uh, uh, what's that called? Um, not the Avengers. Um, um, what the fuck is it called? Well, let's just call it. It's supposed to be like they're Avengers. That's that's what it is. They have one of them. One of them is South Africa, who can barely keep the lights on, and then the other one is one of the and now one of the one that's joining is Captain Hungry, not Captain Crunch. Captain Hungry, the poorest countries in in Africa, is joining BRICS. I mean, honestly, I'm supposed to be worried about that. So now I'm like, hey, I'm not worried about that. Argentina. 
is joining Brick. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised by Argentina. I'm not surprised by Argentina because Ar- Argentina has by. been a communist, has been led by Marxists for like the last twenty years. So don't be surprised. Argentina is joining. Are you scared that they're joining? Not really. Do you know what the inflation rate of Argentina is this year? What is it? Yes. What do you think it is? Nine percent. One hundred and fourteen percent. What the fuck? One hundred and fourteen percent. That's that's the country. That's the country that's joining. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't th- I didn't think it could go that. No, it's been that bad. That? You know how bad it's been in Argentina for the last one hundred okay. years. For the last one hundred years. And they're still and they're well, still that makes voting, sense. and they're still voting for lefties. Except for this time when they finally elect Millay. By the way, Tucker's gonna elect is gonna interview Millay now soon. He's in he's in Argentina right now. Tucker is in Argentina right now. Oh shit, really? So there's an interview with Millay who I'm 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 completely stoked and excited for that. That's the only man who's gonna turn that country around. And he's already said he's leaving BRICS. And aligning with the United States mm-hmm. because Trump is going to be there. And he pretty much said, I mean, his comments on Trump and Bolsonaro were amazing. He pretty much said it like, it's natural for me to like them. That's what my life said. Oh, did you, some, uh, did you send me a video uh, of him? I sent you I him, yeah. It, and I talked about yeah, him. Yeah, oh, him. Oh, okay. Which I hold oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Right, right. All right. The next country that uh, is joining um, um, BRICS is Iran. Should I say more? Not surprised by that. Should I say more? Not surprised by that. I mean, <laughs> what is what what is what is Iran going to give them? It has a horrible economy. Nobody in Iran likes to be in Iran because it hates their leadership. They're a crushing mm-hmm. Marxist-led theocracy because they think Islam is amazing. So, my point is again, outside of terrorism, what is Iran bringing to the table? <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Exactly. Like, what is that going to do for China? The next is Saudi Arabia, which is all right. Okay, Saudi Arabia, you don't like Biden. We don't like Biden either. But the but Putin had a problem with Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia said it was going to cut oil production to like insane levels because it wanted to make more money on oil and take more money from us. Which is like, okay, fuck you, Saudi Arabia. But then Putin was like, yeah, that's insane. And so they're not they're not really going eye to eye at this moment right now. Um, then then I think the next country is um, Dubai, the United Arab Emirates, who, again, they're joining everybody. The Dubai is the richest country on that list. In BRICS. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is the richest country in BRICS. But did yep. you know that the average, did you know that Japan has a higher average income per citizen than it does than Dubai? Did you know that? Interesting. Japan, no, I know that. which is know. Japan, which is the poorest country in the G7. The G7, mm-hmm. which is where BRICS is supposed right. to counter. Japan has a mm-hmm. higher GDP than the United Arab Emirates, which is, by the way, the richest country in in the BRICS. What is uh, Japan's uh, GDP? 
I have no, I don't have the exact numbers, but I just know that it's that the average income. Oh, it's, it's, it's fine, never matter. The average income in, I can look that up right now, because I'm also GDP is four point nine trillion. It's it's four point nine trillion in twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. You want to know what the um? You want to know what the, over five. You want to know what the United Emirates, uh, GDP was? Two point something. Four hundred fifteen billion. Say one more time. The United Arab Emirates has a GDP of four hundred fifteen billion. I just said Japan has a GDP of how much? Four point nine, whatever it was. Four point nine, what? Trillion. Trillion, yeah, with a T. The UAE is supposed to be the wealthiest country in in. By the way, I mean wealthiest per per income per income. Billion? So per income, so per income per citizen. This is Dubai, by the way. Right, right. It's all the incels want to go because they think it's awesome and they think it's like the future and extremely right. well. It's for the rich people. <laughs> the average income of a citizen in the UAE is lower than one in Japan. And why am I highlighting this? Because the UAE is supposed to be the richest country for average income in in the um, in BRICS. Obviously, China has the biggest economy in competition with India, even though India is pretty much overtaking them. India is in the mm-hmm. G20 and going to be in the G7 probably very soon. I think it may be in the G7 already. Japan is the poorest of the countries in the G7. In terms of, um, in terms, I think, of GDP, but I think also in terms of average income per citizen. I, I'm, I'm stressing that highlight. I mean, I'm supposed to be scared of that. That's, 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 his, that's China's death lineup right there. That's the death lineup. This is supposed to be their heavyweight fight card. This is supposed to be it. This. So I'm going to highlight it all. 100% inflation. That's one country. One of them has no food because we give it to them and then they steal it and then sell it on the side and they're poor as fuck. That's Ethiopia. The other one can only blow up shit. That's Iran. And nobody likes being (laughs) Iran. One of them only has oil. They're just a petrol state. That's Saudi Arabia. They have pe- they have petrol state. They're a pet. They only have oil and guns. And by the way, we gave them those guns because we sold them to them. I'm right. The- I heard about that. Yeah. The UAE has Dubai and oil. That's it. But I mean, no one cares that that Andrew Tate likes you. That's that's your business. <laughs> and then South Africa can't keep the lights on, so they they don't. Nazi Germany did a better job at that than you, by the way, South Africa. So, a country everyone hates that does better than you. And then Brazil, America. the Brazilian economy is on a decline because, obviously, ah, Brazil. It's led by it's being led by a socialist right now. So, yeah, it is. That's going to have a bad effect on it, and it's buying everything Chinese that it can because it's trying to suck up. And Lula da Silva, because he doesn't like the West anymore. Even though back in the day, I mean, he was president back in the day for a long time. I remember him as a kid listening about him. He used to suck off both the West and China. Now he'll, he's only doing it to China because now he thinks he's like a philosopher. 
So interesting. Wow. Real GDP is expected to grow 1.7% in 2023. Is it reaching 3%? It's at 1.7. What's Brazil you're talking about? That's Brazil. Okay. The inflation cool. in Brazil. Amazing. I'll probably say... 80%. No, not that much. No, no, Brazil's not that bad. Argentina is the only, really the only one that has that horribly of, 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 of inflation. All right. Uh, the, inflation 30%. Is the inflation is at 4%. Its interest really? rates are at 13.75%, which is 13.75. Again, not helping. Not helping. So. Um, oh, uh, Mexico. Weren't they supposed to join too? Should I do? Are we really going to say Mexico? Come on. Oh, I was curious. <laughs> I <laughs> don't want shit on the country at all. I mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> So they're now. It's, it's so this is and then India and then Russia, Russia, which is a legitimate power, but Russia is only in this because why it does not like the West, and so obviously he, it, and China are aligned to do anything they can to take the spotlight away. But guess what? If Russia was allowed into the G seven, guess who would be flying his plane to the G seven? Vladimir Putin. So, mm-hmm. I put Russia as in it's only BRICS. It was in BRICS before, and it used to go to the G7 when it was in BRICS, because it did that when Trump was in office. BRICS, is, BRICS existed when Trump was in office. It isn't, it isn't old. I mean, it isn't new. And guess what? Russia still went to the G7, wow. to the G20 and all that bullshit. And to Davos and to all that, you know, blah, blah, blah. India. Right now, India. India, first of all, does not have the best um, relationship with China. Why? China just released this map um, of China, and every single territory dispute China has, whether it be with Korea, Mongolia, Bhutan, Pakistan, India, all the other stans, every other country, Vietnam, it claims it to be Chinese territory. Effectively pissing off every single country in the region, including the ones in BRICS, like India. So if India and China have a border dispute, so India and China have a border dispute, correct? Yeah. China released the map pretty much saying that's actually Chinese territory. And we're supposed to be friends. India's economy is emerging. Okay? I don't have the data here, but I just know from the news. A lot of manufacturers are leaving uh, China, as you know, and they're now looking for other alternatives. Either it's the United States, some other Asian country, or India. They're mostly going to India. You know I want them to come back here, but for the most part, they're going into India. Why are they going to India? Because India, unlike any other country in Asia, outside of Japan and South Korea, is an actual democracy. 
you can complain about Modi all you want. It is an actual democracy. Just because your political party in what? India sucks ass does not mean Modi is a dictator. He's just good at what he does. Mm-hmm. That's 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 just it. Don't complain about. I don't like the fact that Modi wins his elections. Maybe your political party just sucks. Maybe it's yeah. not a party. Maybe it's just the book club. It's a political book club at this point. It doesn't do anything. Nobody gives a shit if Sonia Gandhi is going to say something on TV anymore. They don't care. They've moved on from her. He, she, and her son do not matter. They don't care. That's not, that's just no offense to her, but they're not voting for you. You've had several chances and you're like, your party keeps losing. They like the BNJ. Modi's party. Yeah, they do. Yep. They do. They like it a lot. They keep voting for it. Even yeah. after the agriculture reforms, when people were mad that he was finally getting rid of the government subsidies, which he actually rescinded and brought back, even, even though that's not really the best idea because people there, most of India is still farming and it's not completely industrialized. Relax. He's still in power. And that was like three years ago by now. So, so yeah. Him. So one, India is a democracy. It is not completely aligned with China because one, it has military disputes and it's had a military conflict in the past, almost not war, but it's had like its issues where the soldiers are like not friendly to each other on the borders. And it's also still aligned with the United States in most, it in, in still wants a close relationship with the United States. So India is playing the field. And so China is, what is China doing in BRICS? Every time it goes, it's well, it's putting up a bunch of money because it wants to convince countries to join. But all the countries that are joining are either, what did I just say? They're all poor as fuck. That's the summary. Mm-hmm. None of yeah. them. Okay, and, and apparently I just read that Venezuela wants to join BRICS. I mean, should I bother? Should I even bother? Oh, really? Oh. Should I even bother? Probably won't bother if Cuba decides to join too. I mean, they're probably, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in it already. They probably are in it already. That's how much they don't matter. Who gives a shit if they are? So, this is the thing. So, it's like, first off, why isn't any major Asian countries joining? Why is the Why aren't the Philippines joining BRICS? Why aren't, why isn't Malaysia Indonesia, Bangladesh, Singapore, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos. Why are they not joining uh, BRICS? They are, by the way, many of them socialist nations that engage in open market. But it's all state controlled, obviously. So they're like mini China. Mm -hmm. They are. I don't Mm -hmm. think they want to be controlled by China. I don't think they're, they're going to play the game that China expects. I think China, I think what China wants to do is what the Soviet Union did, is have a bunch of satellite states that follow the Soviets lock, step, and barrel. The Chinese are not having it. The Chinese do not have that with these other countries. These other countries are operating independent. They're doing what they do. They're not joining BRICS. You would expect China, if it wants to actually engage in global geopolitics, instead of Treating BRICS like a like a Sunbelt uh, initiative where it can just give out 100 billion yuan for infrastructure like it does throughout Africa, like the Congo, where it's enslaving Africans at this right. moment. 
theoretically, rhetorically enslaving them. It's doing that here mm-hmm. in BRICS. It's giving a pool of $10 billion where these poor as fuck countries, again, Iran, Ethiopia, South Africa, uh, probably the Congo, Brazil, Argentina, Iran, Venezuela is probably going to join as well. Mexico are going to come in and take that money and then do what? Because the goal, the goal was supposed to, this is what the goal of BRICS was. It wasn't about the currency at first. At first, it was to establish a group like, not like a UN, but more like a G7 of countries that were not aligned with the West. It wants to do that. But that's not happening because all of these countries are effectively going on their own agendas. South Africa is still taking money from the United States, but it's now taking money from China. There's no clear leadership. Who's the leader? Is India going to stand there? Is India going to stand there and let China be the leader? No, it's not going to. Because India is going to realize, it's going to come to a point and say, wait a second, if give, give it another two years or three, it's going to say, the world is decoupling from China. The unemployment rate in China will increase. Young people will become disillusioned with China if they can't find jobs. For some reason, there are companies like mortgage companies and banks that are defaulting on their debt in China. One of them just defaulted on like $90 billion. Or $90 million, one of them, something like that. So there's economic trouble mm-hmm. in China. Xi Jinping is paranoid for power. He left BRICS after one day. He didn't stay for the economic discussion. And he went right back to China. For some reason, he can't leave Peking. There was that rumor a couple months ago that he isn't leaving China. That's sort of true. He left China for like one day and that was it. He went to Russia for like one day and that was it. And then he ran back to Peking. For some reason, he's afraid that he might get assassinated or that if he's gone too long, people in China are going to take his job. Meaning people in the Chinese, in the in the CCP. So he has to be there. <laughs> so that's concerning. Right, people. right, right. That's a concern. So India is going to sit there and Modi is going to say, okay, I have a lead in my in my party's democratically elected parliament of over, let's just say, I have a lead of 150 people. I'm going to look at how much it is. But let's say he says, I have a lead of over 150 people here. That's my super I have a super majority in the Raj um, Sablak, which is the the Indian parliament. Mm-hmm. Or what is it called? The Raja, the Raja Sabna, or Lak Sabna, which is oh, the lower right. house, um, and where he is, and he's the leader. And I know. I know. I was talking about. I know. I was talking about all the. Uh, um. Stuff about that my grandmother grew up months ago. It was pretty interesting, actually. So the, BJP party. The the um, Modi's party, um, which is a Hindu nationalist party, has three hundred members. Three hundred members in out of five hundred forty-three. The main opposition party, the Indian mm. National Congress, which was the which was for the long, long time, the party of Gandhi, and still is run by the Gandhi family, Sonia Gandhi, and all that stuff, has fifty members. Fifty. 
it's in an it's in an alliance called the India Alliance. Goddamn, for why they came up with that name? <laughs> right. It it has it has a hundred and forty two members. So the BJP party, the BJP Modi's party has three hundred one members. It took up all the all of the other all the opposition parties, the left leaning parties, and the parties that don't like uh, I don't know Hindu nationalism. Are all at one forty two? They're at one forty two. Right. So that he's fine. He has a super majority. He doesn't need a communist country like the CCP that has you know over a thousand people or four thousand people or four hundred whatever the how many the many fuck there are to say I rule everything and I have to rule every single one of them with by with, by force. They're scared. That's why they're not doing anything. In ideologically in agreement, but they're scared to challenge me for power, even though every single one of them is a power-hungry sycophant. In India, that's not the case. It's still a democracy. So he's saying, Modi's saying, I have right. power, my economy is on the rise, I actually have a functioning military that's, I, I actually have a space program that's working because he landed on the moon. On the south side yep. of it, uh, the rest of them. And even though they are not um, geopolitically active like the Chinese or the Russians or the United States, he is saying, why in the fuck would I be here in BRICS and let you lead it? Why? What's the point? Because it's obvious. Who leads the yeah. G7? Who leads the G7? The US. Yeah. Who, if the, U, if the European Union ever wanted to do something, who does it really have to go check that with first? Who? Oh, yes, and me. Oh, yeah. um, the U.S. Exactly. So, if I'm in BRICS, which is supposed to be the anti G7, and China's the one who came up with it, you know, in Russia, and Russia's pretty much delegating it all to China because Russia's not an economic superpower, and it's busy with Ukraine. Why the fuck would it? Why would India, who's now saying, "Okay, I'm on your level," I'm ascending. In fact, not only am I on your level, I can be better than you. Because I'm actually I'm not a communist country, I'm a free market dem democracy in the middle of Asia. I have a lot of people. I have a military that I'm building up, not for war, but for defense. Because you're building up your military, and I need to be active. And I'm and I'm next to a nuclear Pakistan and a nuclear Iran. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, Modi's gonna sit there and be like, "Why am I listening to Winnie the Pooh?" Why? Right. What's the point? I mean, I am when you when you think about it, when you think about this, um, I guess you can call this like an organization by countries. Yeah. Um, and the data that you're giving out, you, I, I don't, I, I don't expect this to be like a long term thing. No. Yeah, no. I really don't. I mean, and like when you, when you look at they, a lot of them don't have a lot of good good relationship with each other. No, you don't, especially India and China. Bingo. This is not a long-lasting relationship. It's not. Because well, it's not I, built I do want to ask, though. I do want to ask, though, because I don't think this is going to last that long. I think what everyone is asking and wondering what would happen to the American dollar and the United States in the future. 
So this is the catch. Well, what happened not, with They have not talked about trading with the American dollar for a while now. They didn't mention it. On, they did not mention it on Monday when they had this meeting in, in, in South Africa. Xi Jinping left and did not attend the economic meeting that they were going to have about talking about trade. They didn't do it. They didn't. They haven't discussed it. It hasn't happened yet. That's my okay. point. This is a sign that not only is this a weak organization, bricks, but it's about to brick. It really is. Like, like, like the stuff that you're you're telling me about, you know, like the other countries. Yeah, it, it 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 does look pretty weak. Like when you hear when you hear Russia, China, India alone, it's already like powerful. You hear, when you hear you the think, other countries. Right? It's like you would think. Right, what the fuck is this? Like you would think exactly. Exactly. Yes. And then you're when you, yeah, yourself. so now when you tell me all these things, now it's like okay, I kind of don't want to like like I don't really worry Wait about this now. But it's like what's what's the what's the future of America like? Like, what's going to happen to us? That's the thing. So this is the point. This is why I bring this up. Because I'm expecting and I'm hoping and I'm praying that Trump wins in 2024. What has Trump yes. already said about BRICS? Right. What has Trump already said about BRICS? <clears throat> if you don't, do you remember what he said about um, BRICS? No, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't catch up with him. Talking not about only this. that, but it's not pretty much that he said that he's not going to allow... For one, that any trade happens without the U.S. dollar, that the U.S. dollar is going to remain the world's reserve currency, and two, and two, that he's going to ensure that the U.S. dollar is powerful and pretty much irresistible. Yeah. So that's what he's going to do. Now, how he does that, I'm curious, but it it, it can be done. It can be done. Now, it's gonna be a tough challenge for him. No, it's not gonna be that tough. He just has to turn around with Biden, then it will be good. There's a process, yes. and, I, and he understands things way better. He, he, he. What his advantage is over a lot of the other ones is, or anybody else that's running, is that he understands international trade because he is an international businessman. He is the only Republican candidate that has mentioned China's devaluation of currency, which is, by the way, a reason why all these other countries will not buy into that. Because this is the thing: who are they going to trade? No, they won't. Currency, no. This is the this is the catch. What currency are they going to use? Yeah, which one? It's like most likely yen, but yuan, the Chinese yuan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? If China is constantly devaluing its currency to accommodate business interests, because that's why they devalue it to accommodate industrial, the industrial policy. It's all tied in with the industrial policy of bringing in international companies to manufacture and produce them in China. That's why they devalue constantly. And manipulate the value. They increase it and decrease it like a fucking, a fucking maniac. <laughs> why? Why would I? Why would India? Why would Russia? Why would the UAE? Why would Saudi Arabia trade in the yuan? If you constantly devalue your currency and you have no intentions of stopping it, why? You, you, you kind of wonder what. Goes through uh, teaching things mind. It's like how, like, what made you really think that this is gonna work? Well, it's not even. It's because it's not just his plan. It's him, the Russian, the the Russians, 
the South Africans because they hate white people, and so they're going to act like they're anti-imperialist, even though, by the buddy, the 20th, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. 19th century <laughs> and the 20th century are over. Nobody is imperializing you. And by the way, if you were an actual anti-imperialist, you wouldn't be taking $1.8 billion and $1.1 billion in foreign aid from a white American country. You wouldn't be. Stop the hypocrisy. <laughs> Come on. What are, what are we talking about? Ethiopia, the same thing. I mean, Uganda, which is allied with the United States, pretty much said it. Like They, they didn't go to the climate meeting led by John Kerry. The the United States <laughs> held, a, held a climate change meeting and pretty much the, the Ugandan president, who I love, he was just like, he was just like, why would I go to a country? Why would I listen to that guy who emits more than what I do? With his, with his <laughs> yeah. And stuff. Why the fuck would I do that? Like, Thank you. That's a great thing. Instead of saying, I'm not going to that because the Americans are imperialists and they're white nationalists. It's like, yeah, but that's stupid. That's what South Africa says. The Ugandans are like, why would I listen to that? That's hypocritical. I'm not going to that. I'm not going to listen. No, I want to want to go listen to to John Kerry, and I'm like, yeah. Why would you want to listen to John Kerry? So, what? that's the problem. Africa likes to talk all about like the like the one they have to, you know, be together because the world wants to colonize them again. Which, by the way, isn't happening except the fact that the Chinese are colonizing them, but they don't want to admit that because. All of those leaders that take China, China's money are bought off. They they get paid a hundred tens of millions or billions of yuan for to steal the natural resources of that country. That's what these African countries do. That's that's what the that's what the Sun Belt uh, initiative is. The Beltway to mm-hmm. Beltway to Africa initiative. That's what that is. It's effectively buying up buying up and enslaving and colonizing Africa without officially doing it. So they pay these governments millions of yuan, totals of billions of yuan, to pretty much have the right to take all these natural resources. And China is acting as if BRICS is the same thing, except they're not realizing that this is an organization that you're trying to have here. They're trying to establish a rival trading and di- geopolitical diplomatic organization which is the g7 the g7 is a nation is a global diplomatic and economic institution pretty much where you're going to dictate and create policy that's what happened that's that's what's happening so and so BRICS is trying to be the opposite of except they're treating it like this is like you know a joke or like the breakfast club Mm -hmm. it's not the breakfast club right Right. <laughs> um, I am now less concerned and I have now hope for the future because this is the thing. They can fix this. They can fix this. If if India decides, yeah, China's going to lead and I'm going to trade the yuan and the Chinese say we're not going to, you know, uh, manipulate our currency. Yeah, then, yeah, I'm going to be concerned. But that's not going to happen. And by the way, I'm supposed to be afraid that they're going to trade what? Inflation? Is, is Argentina going to export inflation? And pay that in with with in yuan. <laughs> is that is that what I'm supposed to be paying? What is South Africa gonna right. like, like? That's the thing. So it's like I. This is why I have hope. It's because this is a failing institution that can be subverted when Trump comes into office, because he recognized he's the only one For recognizing sure. this as a potential problem. And it's not even a potential problem. He's saying, yeah, 
I'm the pre- see. This is the thing about 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 America first. It's it's not just not getting involved in the world. It's saying the United States is number one because we're the best country on the planet. Don't fuck with us. But we're not going to deal with your bullshit. I don't want to see wars between Russia and Ukraine. We're going to settle them because wars are pointless. We're going to settle them. It is. China, you can be a fair economic trading partner, but please don't act as if you're going to take over the entire Asian continent by pitting people against each other and trying to pay off people. That's what he's saying. I want to be friendly with you. We can do business, but it has to be fair. Not, we give you money, we give you money, we give you our jobs, and then you screw us by charging us tariffs. That's the that's that, that's literally what happened. But people like Ron DeSantis have no idea what MAGA means or what America First means, and so they're trying to take it in and say, America First is no foreign wars. No, that's not everything. That's a part of it. That's a part of it. It's called no regime mm-hmm. change, no foreign wars. I mean, Trump's not afraid to get into a shooting match if they start it. What did Trump, no. what did Trump say to the North Koreans? If you do this, you are going to see shit you've never seen before. What did he say? Fuck, I have a bigger bomb than you. Fuck around. I have a bigger nuke than you. Yeah, and what did he say? What did he say on that radio interview? He said, "You fuck around, and you're going to find out." Yeah. That's what he said. Right. If they keep fucking around around with us, they're gonna find out real soon. That's it. That's the policy. It's not we're not gonna get involved because we don't because we hate the fact that we hate the last thirty years. It's like no. Trump isn't saying I hate the last thirty years. He's saying the last thirty years shouldn't have happened because they were stupid. That's what he's saying. And he's saying we can still be a great nation. That's why it that's why his message is appealing, because it's not just hate the past, hate the past, hate the past. It's there were mistakes made. They should have happened. Stupid people like Joe Biden were running the country, and that's why they happened. Don't elect stupid people. Elect smart people like me, like Trump. That's what he's saying. That's what Trump's message is, and that won't happen. We're going to be smart. We're going to be happy. We're going to have fun, and we're going to be amazing, and America's going to be great again. We're going to have a great economy. People can pay their bills finally and save and go on summer vacations. That's what Trump is saying. Not Ron DeSantis was just saying, mm-hmm. not, not grumpy Ron saying, Everything's gay. That that's that I mean who's who's buying into that? <laughs> who's buying that? Come on, Things is making us gay. <laughs> Bathrooms are gay. And Joe Biden is old. And why doesn't Europe give more money? I mean, why aren't you focused on ending war? RFK and Trump are the only two candidates in the country saying, I'm going to end that war. Because Vivek isn't saying it. Vivek is saying I'm not gonna get involved. He's going isolationist. He's saying, I don't give a shit anymore. That's what he's trying to say, because we have problems at home. And I agree, we do have problems at home. But it's our responsibility to end that war. We sort of started it, so we have to end it. Yeah, we kind of did. Yeah, so we have to end it. And we've made it worse. So we have to end it. Trump is saying... But what's what's the first step of ending that war? End fundings, or just like... No, the first... The first have a, the first have step, a talk with them... Yes. Have a talk first, with them. Exactly. The first step is exactly... Have a talk right. with them and then, and then yeah, go through other process and then stop the funding. What is Trump saying? I'm going to get them both in a room and stop and have a ceasefire. So I'm going to have a ceasefire, which means no more fighting. Everyone's going to pause and we're going to go into a room and we're going to talk it out. And in a day, he says he'll have it figured it out. Now, I'll give him a week. I'll give him a month. But if he has a ceasefire that lasts a month, <laughs> I'm right. good with that. 
And he's gonna tell Zelensky. I'm not if he has a ceasefire, if he if he gets everything straight up within one day, dude's legit. Oh, dude's legit president. I mean, yeah, he, he can do it. He doesn't get the Nobel Peace Prize. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll draw one on. I'll draw one on a piece of paper and send it to him. It'll be better, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> It'll be better than whatever the Nobel Peace Prize is. I'll make. I'll. I'll color it yellow like gold. <laughs> I'll draw one right now and show the people. If you end it in a day, Trump. If you end it, if you end it in a day, I have this. Here's this 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 medal you can have. Just make the medal gold, and then. Around the neck is gonna be red, white, and blue, like the Olympics. Are you buying it? Now the real question is: Can you can you draw well? No. This is what it says: Peace, yay. Ew, what the fuck is that? It's a circle. <laughs> I just drew really my nutsack. That's not healthy. It was only one. <laughs> That's the point of this. Sorry, that was just my right nuts. Back. <laughs> yeah, it's just the middle. Yeah, but that, but he can have that if he if he does it. That's 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 better than the normal peace prize at this point. So I mean, those are the prospects of what can happen. That's that's our hope. That's our hope. Oh, 2024 is what we're waiting for. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, no, yeah. I, uh, like, like, like I said, the stuff that you're telling me now, you know, with the whole data and, um, what the future is, because you, you're not going to expect India to just like let China do everything, whatever, what China wants, you know? Yeah. Yeah. India and China have their own conflict. And then you also got your other Asian countries who do not trust China at all. And uh, I mean, what's the other countries going to do? Like fucking Argentina and South Africa. And I know, I know Egypt's there as well. Um, yes. And by the way, yeah, Egypt, it's like, what, what are they going to do? And then Egypt, I mean, I mean, throw sand. And then Egypt, another, another nice, another beauty. That country. Honestly, I, this is what I would do if I'm president. All right, you're going to join BRICS? Okay. Egypt last year took $1.47 billion in aid. It took more than South Africa. Jeez. So Egypt is going to tell me, he's going to tell me, he's going to say $1.47 billion in aid. I'm going to point that number and say, okay, you're going to join BRICS and we're going to reassess how much how much you're going to get an aid. I'm going to send this number over to the computer people. Oh, they just got back to me. I'm going to say this to them exactly like this. Oh, they just got back to me, by the way, that fast. The new number of aid for the next year is 0 billion, 0 million, 0,000, $0. Nothing. You're not getting a cent from the United States. You can join bricks. You can have fun with the bricks, with the stones, with the pebbles, with the whatevers. And you can enjoy the zero dollars I'll send you. I'll send you a check for zero dollars so you can notice how serious we were. That's what I would say to them. You want to join them, you're going to get zero dollars. 
if Jordan, the kingdom of Jordan, wants to join them, which is uh, another Arabic country with King Abdullah, they're not mm-hmm. getting good breaks, but they're allied with the United States, so they're not going to join them. But if he did, he received the $2.6 billion. I'm going to tell him, really, yeah, buddy, those 2.6, they're not going. So then Nigeria, Nigeria, who's also thinking about bricks, probably, because they're African and they're going to be like, we're also against white people and colonialism. By the way, colonialism hasn't happened for like the last 100 years, so they can stop with that. But Nigeria took $1.1 billion. I will just tell them, yeah, no, zero. That's zero. So go join BRICS. The Congo, which uh, continuously tries to play both the field, likes to do, they like to be friendly with China. I'm off about the Congo. The Congo took a 100 billion yuan from China and then sold off its entire country to China. That's what they did. They took almost a billion dollars from the United States. They want to join BRICS. They can also enjoy zero dollars. They can enjoy the BRICS. They can have a billion bricks. I'll send them a billion bricks. Instead of sending them, instead of sending them a billion dollars, I'll send them a billion bricks. They they'll figure out what to do with those. So that's what I would do. That's, what, <laughs> that's it. And Trump's going to say that he's going to say, you know what? I am not going to send you money because why? Again, why am I going to pay you if you don't like me? You can not like me for free. I don't have to pay you for that. I am not into BDM or BDSM or, you know, dominatrix shit. I'm not going to be paid to be hurt or to be punched in the balls or slapped in the face or to be disliked. You can dislike me for free. I'm not going to give you money. So that's, that's what I would say to them. If Bolivia or Ecuador or Chile were also now extremely left leaning countries very soon, Ecuador, I would do the exact same thing. You have aid. Oh, you want you? You're taking what? Three hundred million dollars in aid in terms of uh, Bolivia. Oh yeah, that's gonna turn into zero hundred million dollars in aid, like that. No, zero, none. Because why? You hate me. I'm gonna pay you for that. The hell no. Oh, but the people are starving. Go to China. They have. I mean, you just joined BRICS. Isn't that why you joined BRICS? Yeah. 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 Exactly. And let me see if China does that. So. And then the people that are going to say, the people in those countries are going to react, holy shit, our political leadership just lost the aid. The Americans, I would go to Bolivia on a trip, or if they let me go, or Argentina on a trip, and I would say, your president just gave me this. I was here to see exactly what was going on, because they invited me. But your president just told me they're joining BRICS. So the 1.47 billion Egypt got, let's just go to Egypt, that's gone. That's no more. There's zero billion. Because your country decided that it's going to align with the country that wants to dethrone me as the best. Easy. Do what you do. Do what you do, boys. Go lay them bricks. So. Can't trust no one. It's not as easy as the. I mean, China's thinking that. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? It's not easy being on the top. The Russians know this. The Russians know this. I told you, when the Chinese and the Indians want to rule the world, they're going to realize that stuff like Vietnam and Afghanistan and Ukraine happened. 
and they don't work out well, and it's going to happen. The Chinese, at some point, are going to try to invade something, and it's not going to work out, and everybody in the Peking, China, is going to freak the fuck out. And then they're going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. we didn't think it was going to happen to us, and then it happened to them, and now they're like, oh my god, wow. It's not working out anymore. India's going to have the right. same. India might, if it goes the same route as China or the Soviet Union or the Americans, is going to say, yeah, we're going to have to invade someplace and, and do regime change so that their government is friendly to us. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to work out. And then they're going to be stuck in the same quandary as us. They're going to be like, oh, shit. This is just like when the Americans went to Iraq and we criticized them, but then we did it. And the Russians, and then it's just like when Russia was in Afghanistan, and then they also lost a big deal of shit in the 1980s. Right. Oh my god. And this is like that time China did that, and then they're going to go back to the China. And then they're going to be like, oh my god, this was not exactly what we were looking for, but it is not working out for us. Why did we do this? Oh That's my god, I can't, I can't believe it. this is happening to us. I thought it was not going, to be it good. Was going to be this difficult to do the regime changing. This is, must be why the United States never did this, because after the Modi generation leaves, there's going to be a new generation that thinks things are easy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's going to think that, oh, yeah, we're really strong and India is the best. And we're going to go invade some place to prove it. And so then they're going to go invade some no-name place and they're going to get their butts, they're going to get their ass kicked. Because it's not going to be easy. That's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to try to invade Sri Lanka or something and then fail. Who knows? Who knows? So that's what's going to happen. Well, like I said, let's see what happens 2024, man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Vote Trump. That's the only thing. No. Yeah. So you guys don't want a fucking war. And the question about why everything's so expensive. Fucking cons. Exactly. Why is everything expensive? Did this to yourself. Yeah. So. You guys did this to yourself. We're at the end of the episode. We've been where this is pretty much it. We don't have enough time for anything else. So again, like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter. You can follow our personal accounts on IG, but I subscri- I really recommend follow us on Twitter. That's where you'll find our updates most. Um, Patreon.com, mm-hmm. you'll find more content exclusively. That's patreon.com slash four, the number four of the Republic. Um any messages, Kennedy? But your gaming channel is not up right now, right? But um, it'll soon be up. No, um, yeah, my uh, his systems are down. My 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 computer's fucked. Yeah, his 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 systems are down right now. And that's what Crimson Gaming, Crimson's uh slash Crimson hyphen. Yeah, Crimson Crimson dash gaming. Prison Dash Gaming, that's on YouTube. We'll, we'll put a link down below for that too. Subscribe there, keep up and stuff. If you're into gaming and funny comedy stuff. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back soon. Hopefully hopefully next month I'll be back. Yeah, yeah he's just taking a small hiatus. But um, in the meantime, yeah. we're here. We're not queer. We don't believe in pronouns. We're not woke. And we are what? We're racist. There we go. So, ready for the Republic. See you next time, guys. Bye-bye.